this April is the 10th anniversary of the Rana Plaza factory collapse in Bangladesh. I thought I would just read like how the book starts because, you know, this was the sort of seismic event of the fashion industry and that has really shaped the industry. So this is what opens the book and it's called Stories from Savar. Mashumi cannot sleep for the nightmares. Even during bright sunlit days, she is haunted by memories. Young and pretty with a gold nose ring, Mashumi was two months into a job on the seventh floor, earning money to support her family. Now she sits at home, shoulders stooped and eyes haunted under the crease of a slight frown. Her small son stays close, not understanding why his mother no longer smiles. Four floors below Mashumi was Arisa, an experienced machinist in her early 40s. She had migrated south from the city of Rangpur to ease her family's financial difficulties. Still in mourning for her death, her three children say they will never work in a garment factory. A woman named Reka tells of her niece who was also killed. A bright young woman of 18 named Dulari who took a temporary job in garments to pay for an education so that she could get a job in an office. Next to Reka is six-year-old Shamin, who will not let go of his father's trousers leg. After his mother, Jahida, died in the collapse, his ten-year-old sister went to live with their grandmother in the village, but Shahim is too distraught to leave his father's side for fear he will also be taken. Situated in Savar, an industrial district on the outskirts of Dhaka, the Rana Plaza factory complex was an eight-storey building housing five garment factories. This overcrowded, poorly built complex became a symbol of global inequality when, on April the 24th, 2013, it collapsed on itself, its straining internal pillars buckling and cracking under the weight of too many stories, too many machines and bales of cloth, and too many human beings packed in tight rows. Considered the deadliest unintended structural failure of modern times, global trade unions called Rana Plaza a mass industrial homicide. An estimated 1,138 people were killed. Thousands more were trapped in the rubble, some of whom had to self-amputate their own limbs before they could be pulled free. For the world outside of Dhaka, when the TV screens lit up, the death of so many people and the brutal injury of thousands more exposed a truth. The world has been twisted to value objects more than human life and dignity. You're listening to stories, poems, music from the creative process. To hear our full interview with Tansy E. Hoskins, visit the Creative Process Arts, Culture and Society podcast. This podcast is produced by Mia Funk with the participation of collaborating universities and students. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.